Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 207, recorded live on Friday, May 27th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who must have something better to do this weekend, Dave Pillay. Hi! And the man who's now recording on Friday. Friday, Friday, gotta record on Friday. Andy Lowe, hi. Yeah, that whole better things to do would be traveling to Washington, D.C. Ah, going down to see your brother. Uh, yes, and my cousin who's getting married. Ah, oh, somebody's getting married around Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, on Memorial Day weekend. It's a good weekend. On the day before Memorial Day. Oh, hey, that is a good weekend. <laughs> it took you a second, didn't it? Yeah, I had to th- I'm like, look at, wait a minute. 520, I looked at my computer ca- clock, I'm like, 527. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I have the perfect gif- gift for you, Andy. What? I'm not getting you Terraria. <laughs> Yes, I've noticed um, on your Steam account that everybody except me has been playing it a lot. Non-stop. Hold on, i got to boot up Steam so I can tell you exactly how long Dave has been playing this game. I've played for 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, don't, Dave, don't you have school right now? Still? What do you mean? Well, yes. That's why I've only played 48 hours. <laughs> This is over like a two-week period. So that's at least two weeks, 14 days. 48 divided by 14. I'm just going to let you do this one. I'm, Three, I'm I'll round it up to 3.5 hours a day. Yep. Got s- <laughs> six other people have been playing this game right now. I have friends 11 list. friends who play Terraria. On Steam, 11 friends who play Terraria. Recently played I have some Terraria. screenshots you can look at. You know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's... <laughs> oh my gosh, Brendan is now playing Terraria as we speak. Yep. Downstairs. Oh wait, 40, you've played 48.8 hours. Okay, so 49. <laughs> How much has Brendan played? Brendan, uh, Terraria, 41.9 hours. How did I beat him? Maybe he has other things to do during the day. Like work? Yes. Except when I'm on at lunch, he gets on at lunch. (laughs) You're playing during your lunch break? Yes. Do I even need to point out how sad that is? No. Okay, good. Andy, it's it, it's so bad. It's as bad as WoW ever was. That's kind of how it is right now. Last weekend, we sat down, like, I woke up on Saturday, because we didn't record last weekend. So I woke up on Saturday, I came downstairs, Brendan was up playing Terraria, I grabbed my laptop, I logged on, and that was basically all we did. For the entire day. I noticed because I had my laptop with me when I was traveling. And so could see this. Yep. 
That's how we knew exactly where Brian, that Brian was um, currently not doing anything important at the time. Because <laughs> I looked online. Uh, he was and in Terraria. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Dave. So that's why I'm not getting it for you. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, it's very well designed. It's very cute. It's a 16-bit sprite-based game. So it looks like the Super Nintendo. And it's, for all intents and purposes, Minecraft on a 2D platform. Uh, I'm just doing a facepalm at the moment. Sorry, I just... No, no, it's, that's fine. If this You're was a allowed. video podcast, it was... Oh. You're allowed... That's fine. I love how you just agreed to how ridiculous it is, and yet you keep on going. Andy, yes, you did it. exactly the same during WoW. Yes, and I learned my lesson. I have not. That said, <laughs> I'm playing it on a server with friends that I know in real life, generally who are in the same room, or at least a room over. And no, we, we, the only time when we type to each other is when we honestly can't hear each other. But you're... Yeah. What? No, go on. Go ahead. No, I'm just picturing everybody just getting together and without any like sort of physical contact. That's what you... Granted, that's basically just a LAN party. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to move on before I just spend the entire rest of the podcast going, ugh. <laughs> it's... Yeah. It's addictive. So you took a trip last weekend, yes. and we didn't record. No. We had a random topic recap. Yes. And then you called me up how many days ago to tell me we can't record? Two. Bringing back the pot and the kettle. Yep. Bringing back the fact that I have no sense of time connection. I have awesome spatial reasoning and no temporal reasoning. Nope. None whatsoever. Nope. But yes, we went on a trip out mm-hmm. to Nevada, which is actually um, part of our random topic, which I actually didn't tell you about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Usually you tell me that before. Yes, right? but I thought of it in the shower this morning. You thought of our random topic? Yes. Are you allowed to do that? I am superseding it this time. I thought I tried that one, too. And you're like, no, absolutely not. Are we out of random topics, Andy? No, we've got like 12 of them. Then you're not allowed to supersede it. What? No, you are not allowed to supersede it. It is no longer random if you pick the random topic. You don't know what it is. I don't care. <laughs> it's not random. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'll just add it to Add it to the list and let it go, but you're not allowed to just say, oh, this is the... You know what? For the next couple weeks, I'm going to make the random roll. I know that this is number 13 now. Um, There are only 11, so I don't know how you could... You just said there were 12. You don't even know. You're part of the list and you don't even know. Because I don't go on it, I leave it to you. 
but clearly I can't trust you anymore. When could you trust me? Never. Exactly. So nothing has changed. I guess not. Fine, then. I'll do the random.org. Yeah, there you go. That's better. Number five. Okay. Now we'll do that one. (laughs) Unless we veto it. (laughs) Oh, no. It's just funny because it's slightly topical. Okay. And I assume you don't mean that you apply it to your skin. <laughs> it's funny, because I know what the topic is. Anyway. <laughs> we should okay. probably hit some topics before yeah. I... Are, are you okay there, Andy? It's Friday. You threw me off of my groove. I wasn't aware you were in a groove, but generally it's a good idea to get knocked out of a groove once in a while before the groove turns into a rut. Well, well, I have it set up like, okay, I collect all my news sources, and then on Saturday morning, I would go through them all, so I'd have all the topics for the show on Sunday. And then you call up two days ago, hey, can we record on Friday? <laughs> so that's why you're all out of whack today. <laughs> yes, because I had a pattern set up. Well, you you know, Andy, I'm just keeping you on your toes. I don't like being on my toes. Being on my toes for too long, you get skittish. (laughs) Your nerves get fried. Frayed. Frayed or fried. You You can fry your nerves. I suppose if you throw a bunch of electricity through it. Well, there you go. Okay. So, anyways... Yes. Terraria on Steam. Steam! <laughs> Stop going to... New thing on Steam. New thing on Steam. There's new lots thing of new on things Steam. on Steam all the time. There are lots of new things on Steam all the time. There's a new feature on Steam. Okay. Which is the Steam Daily Deal. Ooh. Because there wasn't enough reason to check Steam every day for updates and new specials. Now they guarantee a special every day. You see, I remember back years ago when the show first started, there was basically just like one or two daily deal sites out there. There was Woot. There was Woot. I'm not sure who else there was. Maybe there was Fling. Pretty much there was Woot. There's got to be some sort of... Uh, one one deal a day. There we go. They pioneered the one deal a day web-based business model. The launching of Woot back in 2004. Seven years later. <laughs> you have Groupon, Living Social. Steam. Steam now. Which I feel bad now because I know people who have told me that their wallets have cried during, like, the Steam holiday sales? Oh, God, yes. I do believe you would be one of those people who... I bought way too much during the Steam holiday sale. And now they're going to have an option for once a day? Yep. And, like, even today, I can't tell you how tempted I am. My what is today's? Star Trek Online for three seventy-five. Ooh, an MMO and Star Trek. Yeah. Too bad Dave's playing Terraria. A yeah. 16 or 16 and wow. Beat bit. Here, so here's the thing with Terraria, right? Yeah. I have a renewed WoW subscription. I haven't touched it in two weeks. 
Because all my free time has gone to Terraria. All. I played Bookworm Adventures. And then I got L.A. Noir. So I've been playing that. Yep. My version of... Because uh, I got it at GameStop. Side note, it came with the coolest, like, extracurricular thing. Andy? Yes? Rethink the words. Not extracurricular, um... God, I can't think of the word, but it's... It came with a second mode that was a GameStop exclusive. Mm Mm-hmm. A bonus, yes, there we go. Bonus would be... Would be far better. Yes. I'm helping, I'm helping. Steve! What? See, this is also the problem of recording on Friday is Kate's here. And the two of us have enough going on that we can have some sort of, like, inside jokes going on during the podcast. So my apologies to everyone else who is not Kate, who is listening to the podcast. I'm not sorry. Exactly. We heard that. Yeah. All right, so there's a weekend deal now. There's a daily deal. Yep. And there's every so often like a week-long company deal. Mm-hmm. Like they did Ubisoft, they've done EA, God damn Steam. There's a universal sandbox? Yeah, you make a universe. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how that works. Well, when two universes really love one another... <laughs> They want to express that love. <laughs> what the hell? So, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I my brain hurts. <laughs> and Kai. <laughs> ah. So, the game we talked about before, Tie Fighter. Yeah. Really awesome space simulator. Yep. Very bad space simulator, but Star Wars physics, so whatever. So, but it's the, my, you started out with the X-Wing. I started out on TIE Fighter. Loved TIE Fighter a lot more. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know how this works, but somehow you can run DOS-based programming in Chrome. What? Yeah. It's called like the, the browser Chrome? Yeah. It's called Native Client or NACL short. Oh, they're being funny. Salt? Yeah. Um it's an open source development that quote allows developers to build web applications that seamlessly execute native compiled code inside the browser. Say that again. It's an open source development, the native client, that allows developers to build web applications that seamlessly execute native compiled code inside the browser. Interesting. So they basically set up a DOS box to work through Chrome. Chrome. So you don't need to download and install the DOS box or whatever ROMs you want to play. You can play uh, all... At that point, Andy, I don't think they're called ROMs. They're just programs. Well, Whatever. They were still, that's the easiest way to connect them. What is that? Oh, that's a ROM. Am I using it right? I'm not sure anymore. No, because it's not read-only memory. <laughs> but still, like, you, you download an emulator, you download the ROMs, right? Yes. Okay, so this one just throws it all into Chrome, so you don't need to download anything. 
It's so bizarre. Not only do they have a demo of TIE Fighter up there, they've got a demo of Secret of Monkey Island. Oh, God. And a demo of Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, which has been my favorite LucasArts game ever. Wasn't that the one where you have, like, the the sucker punch as an instant win? You could. That's That's only actually a third of the game. You have to play this game three times to play it all, if that makes okay. any sense. Because you can split up into three different ways. You can split up into the fighting one, which has a sucker punch, which you can only use once. Um, there is a puzzle-based one, and there's one where you work with your, like, the female companion. So it kind of takes, like, the whole different ideas of Indiana Jones and makes a game with three different parts. I like it. I wish that they would have put that as the next Indiana Jones movie, rather than what they did. The Crystal Skull. Yeah. Oh, they even got Alone in the Dark in there and SimCity 2000. Oh, speaking of which, that's going to be on Ooh. our... Uh, that's our game this week. Ooh. So if we really wanted to, we could. I could load up Chrome and we could play SimCity 2000, SimCity 2000. while talking about SimCity 2000. You, you could do that. Yes. Oh, an epic pinball, too. God, I might was... jump into a different game. What? Nothing. Not Terraria. I can see you, <clears throat> Dave. I have oh, Steam. really? Unless I, you... I'm sorry, Andy. Wait. Hang on. Hang on. What was that? Well, no, oh, hold on. I'm now loading Steam up again. <laughs> I accidentally closed it. But speaking of um, 16-bit games, Super Mario... Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really 16-bit, it was 8-bit. But there's a couple in Iowa, Pella, Iowa, who want to hold a wedding with a theme. That theme is Super what? Mario Brothers. Oh, dear. I'm sure this is not the first themed wedding. No, but the... At least, it was certainly not the first Super Mario Brothers themed wedding. But look at what they have been making. If you click on the article and scroll down a little bit and close the ad from yeah. the Michigan Registry... Super Mario wedding. Yes. He's going to dress up like uh, Mario. She's going to dress up like Princess Peach. Mm -hmm. Her dad is going to dress up like Bowser. Awesome. And they are requesting that um, his mother will dress... Her mother will dress up as stars. Uh, Okay, a little creepy, but whatever. Yeah, that one's a little on the offside. But if the, the... items underneath that they're making for the wedding are just that's pretty top notch yeah. all the centerpieces they want the 400 guests to dress up also <laughs> in As mario themed gear wow nerds <laughs> are you saying dave that when you get married you would not want a a mario themed wedding yeah not to that degree would I be entirely opposed to a video game theme? No. Because that's been a really huge and important part of my life. Would I expect everyone to come dressed in character? No. God, that is crazy. I'd ask you, but you've had your chance. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I'm As far as I'd ask you if you'd want to do that at your wedding, but you've uh, had your chance. No, yeah. We we all know the answer to that. I don't think 
Kay would approve of a Super Mario themed wedding? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Kay, would you approve? Um, there is physical violence being threatened to me. Yeah. That's what I figured. So speaking of another video game. Yes. Age of Conan. The oh, MMO. the one that was supposed to be a WoW killer? Yeah. What and happened? kind of basically just died. Oh, the um, poor thing. It's coming back. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> Funcom announced that Age of Conan will be relaunched this summer. Keep going. We're saying it's coming back, Dave. You can't play tabs. It's, sure, I, I absolutely can. It's because <laughs> I know how it's coming back. It's coming back as a free to play. Hey, free to play does make money. Yes, sometimes. I think most of them make money. Microtransactions are king now. I see you're not arguing with that point. I don't have data to back it up one way or the other. For that matter, neither do you. No, but... I'm trying to find... Oh, Lord of the Rings Online made a profit after they turned free-to-play. Good for them. How is their uh, user base? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Mm. Whatever happened to that MMO charts? It died. MMO charts. An analysis of MMO subscription growth. 2008. Oh, way to be updated. As I said, it died. (laughs) Oh, maybe there's MMO data. Wait, that's 2010. We're getting more recent. Uh, Something about EVE Online was published May 9th. So let's see how well their data is. Well, Andy does that. I'm going to pull you aside and continue on to new topics. TweetDeck, a Twitter client that has been basically called the best Twitter client out there, uh, available now through your Chrome browser, available as an Adobe Air application, available on Android, available on iOS, available just about everywhere. Okay, so right now Age of Conan only has about 150,000 people. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings, their subscription base has dropped as well. Yeah. TweetDeck is being bought by Twitter. <laughs> I think they just realized, hey, everybody's using TweetDeck instead of Twitter itself. Our website. So we'll just buy yep. TweetDeck. Which is kind I, of... That's it. I, I like to say that I was... Uh, Using TweetDeck when it was still in beta. Okay. Just putting that out there. I was doing it when it was cool, before it was cool. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know if I would like this or not. Because TweetDeck went and fixed most of the things that people did not Twitter like did about Twitter. Yep. People are like, hey, yeah, Twitter, it's, app, it's web-based application sucks. Go get TweetDeck and yep. use that instead. It's so much better. So either A, um, Twitter is going to actually turn into TweetDeck, the, the Twitter.com, which would be good. 
That's not going to happen. Yeah, or most likely B, everybody from TweetDeck is going to get fired and Twitter's just going to stagnate it. That's also not going to happen. What do you think is going to happen then? I think it's going to be Twitter has bought the developers for TweetDeck and they're going to hold on and say, keep programming, keep doing what you're doing. And we'll still have the website, but this will be the official client of Twitter. But there's something to say of people living outside of the box or looking at a problem from outside the box. Mm-hmm. And then you just take the people who are coming up with unique ideas from outside the box and literally pulling them inside the box. They can still look at it from outside the box. That's why you want to buy them. I just I don't like it. it well, feels I think like it's rather that they'd have them on board than have them start a competing service. Well, they're not going to start a competing service. That would just be ridiculous. But it's... I almost feel like it's... A, it's just not good to... Go ahead. Spit it out. I can't, I can't spit it out. It's not working in my head. Damn you, Dave, and your Fridays. Mm-hmm. And every time I say Friday, the song just starts playing in my head. I just read today's XKCD. It's really cute. You're reading comics while we're recording? I mean, uh, I read XKCD an hour and a half ago before we started recording. (laughs) As I said, Andy, keeping you on your toes. You're just making me angry. Yep. So speaking of other buyouts... Um, there were rumors, and now they've been confirmed, that Direct-to-Drive is getting sold. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar, Direct-to-Drive is an early competitor with Steam. Uh, it wasn't so much a client that allowed you to do it, but it was an online marketplace that let you just purchase digitally and download. Yeah, thus, how downloading I- direct to your drive. That's how I had bought um, Sid Meier's Railroads. Dave, what did you buy with Direct to Drive? I think Civ 3. Or was it Civ 4? Uh, one or the other. System that you were like, hey, let's play Civ. I don't have it, but give me a sec, I'll download it. Yeah, I think it was Civ 4, because then it caused issues with the the versions. Mm. I was never terribly pleased with Direct to Drive. I liked the idea. I did not like their execution. Which is why Steam is so nice. So, do you want to know who they're getting bought by? Who is buying them? Gamefly. Oh, dear. Yep. So that means now you could rent your console games, and now you can add PC and Mac games to that as well. So they can be a one-stop shop for all video game titles. Yeah, no. (laughs) I feel like it's going the way of Netflix. (laughs) <laughs> well, it would be going the way of Netflix if Netflix, like, bought Hulu. Well, Netflix already started doing their on-demand stuff. Direct-to-drive is the closest you could get to on-demand for PC games. Yeah. Gamefly, really... I'm I'm just still confused why Netflix isn't getting into games. Because Gamefly got there first? So, 
I do you want to take a bet on their user base, their comparative user bases? Gamefly user base. Subscriber base back in 2005 was just 700, no, 74,000. Yeah, it's in 2005. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm trying to find the newer numbers. I'll tell you what. Do they list the employees? How many employees there are? Uh, Not off the top of my head. Darn. No. Uh, Gamefly, blah, blah, blah. All I'm searching now for news for Gamefly is all about the stuff about direct-to-drive. Yep. Let me put it this way. Netflix has offered two contests with a million-dollar prize. What's Gamefly offered? Uh, One game for... 15 bucks? Yeah. Ooh. How is that going to work, though? Because you could rent a physical copy of the disc... But if they're getting direct to drive, that means they're going to be doing downloads. So do you basically say, no, I'd like to... No, it's not going to be... They're going to still... It's not going to be streaming the game. Well, no, it's not going to be on live. It's going to be, we like your service, we're buying you. Done. I mean, that it's... When a company buys another company, Andy, it does not need to absorb its functionality. But that's the way it should work. Andy... Yeah. Look up Philip Morris. Oh, the guys that actually run Kraft? Yeah. And Nabisco. And, and cigarettes. It's crazy. So well, it's like RJR Nabisco, Philip Morris Kraft. Yep. I wonder how their stock is doing. They've Philip been on the market Morris? for about a year. G F L Y. Oh, Gamefly. I'm like why are you curious about Philip Morris's stock? No, I'm just looking at the Gamefly stock. Okay, well, for what it's worth, Philip Morris is at $70. Come on, internet and work. Gfly? Are you sure about that? That was their IPO name. Maybe they're still waiting on their IPO. Yeah, I don't think they've made an IPO. Hmm. However, someone else did. Who? LinkedIn. Ah, we talked about that originally. LinkedIn. Back when everybody was thinking Facebook was going to do an IPO. Yep. Well, LinkedIn finally went through and did their IPO. I'm guessing it would have been a hard way to get in on the front door. They rose 171% well, they, on the first day of trading. Oh. Yeah. They did really, really, really well. Um, really well. Started at 45, ended at 94. That's crazy. Yeah. And I, so I don't uh, really use LinkedIn that often. <laughs> I'm I I'm starting to again because it's actually pretty nice for finding a job. Really? There's a lot of listings out there. Shows how often I've used LinkedIn. Yeah. And it you know, it handles things like resumes, it handles former experience, it helps guide you. It's actually a really nice service. No, not Lincoln Park. LinkedIn, <laughs> thank you. However, this uh, gigantic boom on their first day of, of trading is leading some people to wonder if we are heading to another tech bubble. <laughs> well, it has been about, what, 
10, 15 years since the last one? The tech bubble? Yeah, since the 90s bust. Uh, it happened in 2000, didn't it? Dot com burst. That is not helping us. Dot com bubble. Friday, March 10th, 2000. Okay, so... Well, 95 to 2000 is what it says on Wikipedia. Okay, so we've got a couple more years until the cycle's supposed to swing back. Well, the 15-year cycle. So maybe we are actually setting ourselves up for another dot-com bubble. So get in it now and then get out before it bursts. I'd like to, again, note, as I have previously... Neither Andy nor myself are financial managers. Neither of us have any real, you know, good experience with stocks and are not uh, legal counselors on finances. So if you go out and try and start investing in tech stocks and then try and get out before this thing bursts and you lose everything, not our fault. I'm always thinking about the fact that I had talked about how I wanted to probably get in on LinkedIn when it first started. That would have been a good advancement. Mm-hmm. Just saying. All right. What do we have left? Um, we should be almost through. Pirates of the Caribbean came out, by the way, right? Yeah. And shattered, like, every record for first day? Uh, or for first week, one or the other? Pirates of the Caribbean. Shows how much um, I've been paying attention to that movie. Yeah, no, I. one of my co-workers told me today it, it shattered, like, most of the first day and first week records. Pirates of the Caribbean records. Breaks, breaks records overseas. Oh, maybe it was for worldwide then. Yeah, breaks records overseas but fails something. It's Okay. 90.1 million in the U.S. and Canada. Internationally, it took 256 million. So that beat Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Good for them. I love how the lowest grossing Pirates of the Caribbean movie is the first one. And it grossed $305 million. That's just a, oh, funny. Yep. Chinese prisoners. Yeah. Those gold farmers that you see on WoW might not actually be five-year-old kids playing for a penny a day. They may be 30-some-year-old prisoners playing for nothing a day. <laughs> Talk actually, about getting trapped in a hellhole. Yeah, well, he, actually, you, you can earn up to $900 a day. <coughs> so that's actually not bad. <coughs> but it, it's still a hellhole. Getting stuck in a Chinese prison, forced to farm. Yep. God, I could only do it for like half an hour at most, and then I just got bored out of my mind. Okay, yeah, but for $900 a day, Andy? Come on. You you don't think you would do it for $900 a day? How much of that do the prisoners see? No, that's how much they get. A former prisoner told, quote, of how he was forced to perform manual labor during the day and then act as a gold farmer for virtual in-game currency at night, working 12-hour shifts to earn up to $900 a day. Hmm. How come I'm not... Oh, never mind. We didn't, we didn't see any of the money. <laughs> ah, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they didn't, they their quota, they were bucks. punished. 
Oh. Wow. So those gold farmers are uh, not little kids anymore. <laughs> nope, they're now convicted felons. Of course, this is China we're talking about. Yeah, so, so they they're not on our servers. Of, like, well, but they they could no, they are on our servers, but they could be convicted of say, you know, uh, practicing Catholicism. <laughs> that is true. Flux just changed my computer. You don't have it set on the hour-long delay? Well, it just went. So an hour-long delay, I'd have to do it now, and it would last an hour. No, no, no. I mean, you you take you still have the fast switch, not the slow? I guess, because it just switched. Yeah, the... There's a slow switch? Yeah, it's um, transition speed Flux. in the options menu. Where are you? If you right-click on it, change lighting. Yeah, I'm looking for it. I don't see it in my tray right now that's not no 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 where is it it's not in there why did it activate if it's not in there i am confused it's this damn friday thing you picked it dave that's all i'm saying well it was either that the random topic recap and we just did one yeah and i think we're almost out of them well we're at what episode were we at Random topics. 173. So we got 73. We probably got like two or three left. Okay. Yeah, we need to save those. Yeah. R18 Plus. Yes. In Australia. Congratulations, yeah, Australia. You might be finally getting rated M games. You may or may not be. Who knows? But um, for Australian listeners... And our Australian guests, and for those who have been listening when we had Australian guests on, we should get them back again. We should. Side note, um, happy birthday, Cuzza, if you're listening. When's I know it's birthday? a slight delay, but um, in Australia, the video game ratings were Wait, kind of... Wait, Cuzza's birthday? What? When's Cuzza's birthday? It when was Cuzza's birthday. Okay, when was Cuzza's birthday? I think it was last weekend. Dang it. Happy birthday, Cuzza. And, uh, let me tell you, Facebook should tell me. Facebook knows all and tells all. Uh, July 10th. No, that's his anniversary. <laughs> Everybody's posted on May 20th. There you go. May 19th, May 20th, somewhere in there. Oh, that's kind of cool. What? When you take a screenshot for a game in Steam... It saves it automatically? It becomes the... Well, it becomes the background for that game when you're looking at your library. So that's why Defense Grid looked funny. Because I took a screenshot of the uh, stuff for the potato pack. Yep. And so I'm looking at Defense Grid. I'm like, why is it just this brown blob? Because <laughs> it was the console? Yeah. Way to go. Oh, I should play some more of Tuki Tori. That was a fun game. I should play more Magicka. <laughs> Just stay away from... Terraria. Yes. Too late. They're playing it downstairs. I know they are. <laughs> I know they are as well. I'm looking at my friends right now. Dark Carney, Norkai, Zaxi. Yep. Oh, it looks like uh, Laura and Julie aren't playing, though. Okay. Anyways, 
uh, review. What about the Google Wallet? We'll pass. We'll, we'll talk about, about that some other time. Spring update that could brick your Xbox. That would be important to mention. Yes. The problem is you don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, so you can unplug your Xbox from the wall, but that's pretty much it. So the Xbox Spring Update is rolling out right now. Most likely it will have rolled out to everybody by Monday. Yep. Um, which um, actually allows you now to use PayPal to pay for your Xbox Live purchases. Yay, PayPal. So now you um, don't need a credit card. You just need a PayPal account. Yeah. PayPal won't be available in more than a dozen countries. Chile, Colombia, Czech Republic, Finland, Greece, Hungary, Japan, South Africa, South Korea, and Taiwan. And Brazil, uh, Russia, and India. So, <laughs> it seems basically, unless you're in the U.S., in Canada, it, it, the spring update's not really for you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they added a uh, auto standby feature, which will automatically put your xbox 360 in a standby mode after an hour instead of automatically just shutting it off after an hour one of the two okay and the problem with the bricking most likely comes from they added an update to the disc format capability so your xbox will be able to support xgd3 which is the new uh disc format that they're going to be rolling out so they can handle supposedly the 3d stuff that should be announced um on tuesday at E3. I was about to say, when is E3? It's Tuesday? Uh, no, two weeks. Okay. Uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th. Okay, so next Tuesday <laughs> for people who are listening to this. Wow. Um, so I just found... I, I'm, I'm finishing going through Lifehacker as I'm listening to you, and, and there's something on here I'd never thought about, which is using a pencil for a six-sided die. Man, Dave, you are out of it. Now I know why sometimes I just talk and I hear nothing on the other end. No, that's because I just generally have nothing to say. Because <laughs> you're, you're reading Lifehacker. No, that is not why I... Never mind. I'm just going so to So why were you reading Lifehacker? Because I was browsing through my tabs and I hit control page down and I got to my reader and I said, oh, well, okay, J, and then I was about to hit control page up and I'm like, oh, cool, six-sided die. Sure. I, it's not like I'm sitting on lifehacker.com scrolling through. That's what they all say. While we record, I tend to look for additional topics to add. Because every so often, there's one that we didn't catch. So, um, the system update, which handles the disk format, could brick an Xbox 360 console. He says that... The new disk format is part of the beta that's been rigorously tested, and so all the 360 models, and there's no compatibility issues, but um, if your but Xbox... people are reporting. Yeah, and not is only it, that. Is it bricking with the red ring, or is it just bricking? Um, I'm not exactly sure. It's probably bricking with a red ring to notify you that there's some sort of error. Mm-hmm. But um, if your Xbox doesn't work, the Microsoft replacement plan now is, um, because it's not your fault. They're going to give you the 250 gigabyte S console. Well, I kind of hope that my box breaks. <laughs> That's what I was, I was telling Kate when it was updated. I'm like, I know I don't want it to brick, but if it does brick... Can I just like pull the plug while it's updating? <laughs> 
And I think also the other half of that was they were going to give you a free year subscription to um, Xbox Live. Old. Yeah. I, there may be an unfortunate incident <laughs> while I'm updating. <laughs> no Microsoft support. I don't know what happened. I was just applying the spring update. Where's my new console? <laughs> I don't know if you'd want to play that with fire, because if that doesn't work... Then I'm out of console. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to. Don't believe me, I'm not going to. If Red still worked at the Xbox testing place, I'd ask him about it, though. Oh, that's... Oh, okay, the... Update will render a small number of Xbox 360s unable to read discs. So that's how it would brick it. Mm. Because you wouldn't be able to read anything. Manifests itself as a unique disc unreadable or disc unsupported error on screen. Okay, well then it's a good thing I'm not going to go and pull the plug. (laughs) That's very different than just bricking from not installing it properly. Yeah. All right. Review. Yeah, okay. We'll skip over the rest of it. Yeah. Um, well, do you want to do the games first, and then the review, and then the topic like we did last I time? I don't care. Sure. Okay, the game um, was SimCity 2000, which we could play in Chrome if we really wanted to. Uh, yeah. We could also play SimCity in Chrome, or Populous now. I actually um, know exactly when I got SimCity 2000, because I got it as a birthday present from... I think it was my parents. It had Need for Speed, Triple Play 99, and SimCity 2000 as a three-pack from EA. Was SimCity 2000 EA? Well, it was Maxis, and therefore it was EA. Yeah, but that was, unless you got it way later, Maxis was still Maxis. Maxis got bought out by EA, right? Subsidiary of Electronic Arts. When did they... Bought. Acquisition by EA. 1997, there you go. Okay, 2000 yeah, 2000 was, came out in 2000. Uh, 1993. What? Mm-hmm. SimCity 2000 came out in... Because it, it was SimCity 2. Because Computer game companies should have two-syllable names should include an X. That's why they're called Maxis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I loved um, SimCity 2000 because it was SimCity, but you could make it 3D, so you could handle 3D terrain. You could also spin your city around, so you didn't just look from the top down. And it wasn't just blocks. Right. It was... Very kind of uh, eye-opening at the time as to what games could be. What was also great was that was actually the first game that I modded. You modded it? Yeah, because um, all of the uh, buildings were listed as just um, 2G, uh, 2D images, both the left and the right view or something like that. So you could just go in and edit the uh, GIF files. Oh, dear. So, so I modded it. Yeah, I started modding um, all the stuff there to have my name on it. Yep. So By the way, then I know city, three people was... downstairs playing Terraria. <laughs> Out of five people, that's um, that should tell you something. 
that you people all need to go outside. It's cold outside. Yes, but it's not sitting in front of your computer. Go and do something. But it's cold outside. Go see a movie. Go see Pirates of the Caribbean. Actually, I think we're going to be watching Tron and Tron 2 tonight. You mean Tron and Tron Legacy? Yeah, same thing. Well, get the names right. Or... Julie has not seen Tron nor Tron Legacy. And Brendan has not seen Tron Legacy. I haven't seen Tron Legacy. You haven't seen Tron Legacy? Nope. It's actually, Jeff Bridges does a really good job in it. Which Jeff Bridges? The old Jeff Bridges or the young Both Jeff Bridges? Both of them. It's Jeff Bridges. <laughs> it's the dude. Hmm. And Obadiah Stane. What was really fun also was the fact um, that you could take your SimCity 2000 levels and import them into SimCopter. Yes, and you could fly around your city. Yeah, and also put them into Streets of SimCity, which is a racing game. Yep. So you could actually drive around. I spent a lot of time on the Sim games. I was really bad at SimCity. Really? And SimCity 2000. I was awful. And, and until I figured out that you could actually run the city in deficit forever. I ran out of money and just didn't care. <laughs> It'd be interesting to try it again. Well, you can get it for Chrome. <laughs> Finally a reason to use Chrome. <laughs> so you can play games. That's its killer app right there. Yeah, games. Oh, just waiting for someone to write a DOS emulator for Android. Yep, oh, there you go. The uh, SimCity Urban Renewal Kit, that's what I got. Um, paint the town, graphics program, fashion, produce custom buildings for SimCity 2000. So, yeah, that's what I did. I got. I couldn't figure out the name. Now, looking through here, it's the uh, Urban Renewal Kit. Create basic bitmap files of a standard size with standard 256 color palette. So, there you go. That is what I used. I just couldn't figure out the name. Oh, There's a DOS. Simple, simple implementation of DOS. But it's, it's just for moving through the directories. So it's just a layer over the Linux kernel that's already there. What are you jabbering on about? A DOS emulator for Android. Ah. But it only... It's not an actual emulator. It's just like a skin on the Linux kernel with some uh, commands in it. So you can do dir instead of ls. Mm. Okay. So Backgammon? Yes. Our random review. Pick something Which Andy picked? Yes. Board game. It's a, well, actually, I think one of the oldest board games. I'm not sure if it's the oldest because nobody will ever know what the oldest board game is. But it's It's old. <laughs> Um, it's, if you get any of those, um, like six games in one or it's four always games, in there and it's always the one people never play. Yes. Um, if you have an Android phone, if you just search for backgammon, there's a backgammon free version that it's pretty nice, pretty easy. I play it all the time now. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Um, basically if people can't, or, don't have ability to search the web in front of them. If you think of that board game that has all the weird looking triangles, triangles and circles on the triangles, that's backgammon. I love it. It's it's been around a while, so there's actually a lot of stuff about strategy and everything else. Has it been solved yet? Um Well, it, but, it actually can't be solved, never mind, because there's dice. Yeah. Okay. 
there's some luck in it, but then there's also strategy <laughs> or um, what Kate calls cheating. Cheating? <laughs> yeah, Kate honestly feels that the random dice generator in the game on my phone yeah. has something against her. <laughs> yes, it, she says it gets doubles a suspicious amount of time, but I have pointed out to her as I you start up backgammon right a now. have one in six chance of throwing doubles. Oh, I'm actually winning this game right now. All right, let me. Statistics. Here we go. Stats. Doubles rolled. You, 91. Computer, 85. Yeah, it's... I've actually been rolling doubles all the more than the computer has for most of the stuff. I'm assuming that's out of about 550 rolls for you. Um, well, it doesn't tell you the actual number of rolls. It just gives you how many doubles have been rolled. Oh, well, that's stupid. It should tell you how many rolls. Well... Because if that was 96 out of 96 rolls, then yes, there's something wrong. Well, it's the... For some odd reason, they, the, the one on my phone actually can... Um, you can input manual dice rolls if you want. So you could actually roll your own physical dice and input the amounts into the game. If you really want to think that the, the uh, computer is cheating, you can, you can definitely play straight if you want to. Okay. But I, really, I really enjoy it. It's... Simple game to pick up. I taught Laura how to play on the airplane. Cool. But there maybe is, I'll pick it up, and then there's you can a lot beat of strategy. It's not out of me. Oh, okay. We never finished that uh, head-to-head competition. No, we didn't. I think you were going to win though, because the games that were left, I was going to lose at. I think so. Random topic, Andy. <laughs> I should have picked better games. I should have picked. I was trying to pick fun games that. I was trying to pick games that I could... Well, no, I actually... We, we both picked games that we both had a shot at. Uh, some of those, yes. Some of those I walked into without even realizing it. Yep. And a couple of those you walked into without even realizing... Well, I'd say one you walked into without even realizing it. What did I walk into? Bowling. Yeah, well... Uh. You got blindsided by that one. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> But then I, I knew. Got, uh, no, I see. The thing is, I didn't blindsided. I knew going into that that I was going to lose. I knew I was not going to get a clean sweep, but that was fun anyway. So that's fine. Yeah. Anyways, random topic. Yes. So now, uh, Batgam says in Iran there was a game similar to Batgammon that existed around 3000 BC. Okay. <laughs> random topic. Come on. I'm hungry. Random topic. Um, I, why I said this was appropriate because of my travels to uh, Nevada. Would this is, you this use is the random one, right? Yes. Okay. Since you didn't like my, would you use go on a brothel if you were single and it was legal? I actually <laughs> now, I now know where three bo- brothels are at. Because <laughs> you went to Nevada. <laughs> yes. It's legal in Nevada. Well, I'm, I'm saying like uh, the the hypothetical situation is I'm single. It's legal. I'd have to do some pretty insane research into whether it was safe or not. If it wasn't safe, do you think they would still be in existence? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I oh, that's a tough question. 
Because I don't think um, if, if literally if one of my employees was sick, I wouldn't want to keep them around because right, that would just but, give me a bad rap and the business but, would go Andy, under. Andy, yes, are you having like a daily screening of your employees? Let's see, brothel Nevada screenings. <laughs> Oh, there is a SinCityChamber.com Las Vegas, Nevada brothels information. There's something about STD screenings. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no way that they screen them every day. As an STD screening for each worker is required by law. Yeah. How often? STD interval. <laughs> La, 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 la. So, Andy, would you? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's really, really a, kind of a tempting thought, but I'm not sure I'd actually go through with it. I don't know if I could do that casually. Testing is done on a monthly basis. Yeah, no. Condoms become mandatory in brothels in 1986. Yep. That would be good. <laughs> that I don't know. It seems like a lot of money to spend. Well, it's true that we we never said how much it would be. Because I don't know how much it would be. This is not. They don't have their rates online, really. <laughs> Let's try brothels, Nevada. I love your search history at this point. <laughs> If Kate weren't there listening to this and she went through your search history, what would she think, Andy? <laughs> Hourly rates. Um, <laughs> well, some of them say offer 45 minutes of services for $175 instead of oh. the usual rate for 200 That's expensive. $200 an hour. No. If I were going to go do something like that, I'd go to a bar and trying my luck. Truckers account for up to 75% of business at the state's rural brothels along Interstate 80 and Highway 95. Only guys in trucks. <laughs> so, okay. On that note. <laughs> the Shady Lady Ranch across along what? US no! 5 about 150 miles north of Las Vegas, plans to offer $50 gas cards to clients who spend $300 and $100 gas cards to those who spend $500 due to the rising costs of gas. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think we're done here. Stay at a brothel, get a free gas card. We're, we're not going to talk about that anymore. We're done. <laughs> so... Okay. <laughs> it's been a pleasure, Andy. I can't breathe. I I know. All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>